This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Thursday, May 4th. This is episode 408. My name is Dan Ellis, and I'm joined by two awesome co-hosts. That would be Mr. Ryan Duffy. Yes, may the fourth be with you, Dan. I know you love it. <laughs> Mr. I don't. Mr. Taylor Grin. And tomorrow will be the revenge of the fifth. I know. Ooh. It's like, I don't like, I get people love it, and it's fun and whatever. It's just, I don't know. It's gotten old for me. I, maybe because I'm old. That's it. Like, get off my lawn. I, what are you weird kids doing with your little catchphrases? I only say it because I know it gets to you. I know you don't like it. <laughs> Fucking Tracy loves that it bothers me. Like, anything that bothers me at all, because, like, you know, typically the things that bother me are assholes, like politics, religion, <laughs> shit like that. And so if it's something as innocuous as this that she knows just perturbs me a little bit, she'll just, like, sit and pick at it, pick at it, and pick at it, and pick at it. Last and she the worst. Like we both had not even realized it was coming, and then last night we sat down to watch something, and there was on the TV. It was May the Fourth be with you, or celebrate May Fourth, whatever. And she's like, "Oh, it's your favorite day." <laughs> I'm like, "No, that's not a tr that's not true." Uh that's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible, even. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what's new with you guys? Let's start with you, Mr. Grin. I've just been really busy, um, due to world events, been working a lot, uh, more than usual. So that's been delightful. Um, after this episode releases, but as of like tomorrow, um, I will have lived in Italy for one year. <gasps> wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Are you serious? Yep. Time it flies, feels like man. you just moved there. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. Wow. So my apartment is evolving more. Um, I went to Ikea yesterday and I'm finally moving from like bachelor status of having like just enough furniture to function to actually having like storage space for things and decorative items and like shit like a coat rack and a place for people to take off their shoes and stuff like that, like home like things. More yeah. than one set of utensils. Yes. You have, yes. You, have <laughs> you have a set of bowls and plates now instead of one bowl and one plate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, I had a set of bowls and plates, but now I have more than four forks, you know? <laughs> oh, so, to be yeah. young. and, yep. and But yeah, so I've been in, in Italy for a year as of tomorrow. Wow. That's yep. very cool, man. Does it feel yeah. like it's been a year? Does it feel less than that? More it's, than that? It feels like yesterday. Like yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Wild. Are, are you, I'm, are yeah. you settling in? Like, does it feel like home at this point or do you feel like you're still an interloper or visitor? It, it really depends. Like, like I feel like I live here. 
Um, I still have the sense of wonder when I walk down like the downtown part of my city, but that's because it's like a literal like UNESCO heritage site. Uh, heritage site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it's how just could you feel wonder with be, that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you just can't help but be struck by the beauty of it. But like most of the time, I'm like, yeah, this is just where I live. You know, a lot of my interactions have become fairly mundane. However, um, from time to time, I will get like totally fucking flustered trying to speak the basic basic italian that i know to like shopkeepers and that kind of thing and i just become a non-functioning bag of meat um <laughs> and that still happens like that happened last week when i was just trying to order like a drink while i was waiting for my girlfriend uh, to get off the train from venice which I'm is also a thirsty, statement that, like, uh, want to drink <laughs> a beverage yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that 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 is still a very foreign thing to hear you say. Oh, I just went for my girlfriend to get off a train from Venice. Like, yeah, I was I was having a cigarette and a uh, and a maro while I was like waiting for the the girlfriend to come back from Venice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it sounds like yeah, something no, you hear. That's, that's a line huge. in a movie. Right, right, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. It it feels like, and that some of those things are ordinary is like the weird part if that makes sense like the, oh, the yeah. ordinary being ordinary feels weird because that's just life like i mean for folks who live here that's just life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. venice is a town you avoid because there's so many goddamn tourists right <laughs> not a once in a lifetime destination <laughs> for the tourists <laughs> yeah nice yep well happy italian anniversary yeah thank you yeah um, cool. So, yeah, that's been pretty much my life. And then in terms of um, Star Wars stuff, a, uh, a sequel to a video game, uh, <laughs> it's called Jedi Survivor, came out uh, very recently, and I've been playing it, and it is an absolute blast. So if we have any gamers in the audience, like, definitely worth your money. Like, that game has been a... If you enjoyed the first one, you will love the second one. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Nice. Yeah. And what's new with you, Mr. Duffy? Uh, well, I, I got through, I, I wouldn't say nightmare, but the hellish time frame of building that puzzle and got it delivered that we had talked about on the last episode, mm-hmm. uh, the rush job. Yeah. The rush job. And the reason why we didn't record last week, which this might be not even known to people, uh, I got directed to work. So I originally had like seven days, seven or eight days to build this puzzle box which got dwindled down to six days in the end. Uh, and it was a wow. pretty tall order. And uh, needless to say, on Saturday, I worked until about 7, 8 o'clock at night, making Sarah go out and torture test parts of it, <laughs> finding the faults, fixing the faults, have her test it again, and then fix those faults, and then test it again and fix it and get everything working 100% before I got it to him. So basically, I got it finished around 7 or 8 o'clock at night, and got it delivered to the client at 9 a.m. the next morning. Ooh. Very yeah. close yeah. on the timing. Yeah, so there were a few days where I didn't, uh, you know, up till midnight, up at four in the morning, and started working on it again. Pretty much, that was all consuming. So that is yeah. wild. Yeah, but yeah. it turned out he liked it a lot. I hope it's a hit at his events. And I really like what the guy does, dealing with mental health and helping other people with a. Got mental health, addiction, everything else. So it was for a really good cause. So I was willing to put the time in, mm-hmm. and I got paid for it. So that's always that's good. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a lot yeah, better so than that, a swift kick in the ass. 
Yeah, I mean, but that 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 that's what consumed the last two weeks of my life. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Better friend than me. That's uh, that's a lot of work. (laughs) Well, I I he even told me when I delivered it. He's like, "You saved my ass," Mm. because it was a project they've been working on for like four months. The original guy had like three months to work on it, but didn't come through. And it was two weeks before it was needed. And he's like, shit. Uh, wait, that Duffy guy on Facebook I see all the time <laughs> builds cool puzzle boxes. Maybe he can do this. Maybe he can pull this off. Uh, and he was really appreciative. He was like telling me, like, he's like, I know I gave you a short deadline. I know it was uh, not the amount of time you would have liked to have had with it. But thank you so much for getting it done. And next time I need something done, I'm probably going to come to you first for something like this instead of second. And uh, I will definitely give you more time. No, he basically definitely goes, don't worry, there's more money in your future. <laughs> well, that's good. That's very good. I'm I'm glad oh. that that worked out, that you were able to get it done and that he's happy with it. And yeah, that's, that's very nice. So I yeah. realized after we started recording and after I did the very opening the very intro to the intro bit that holy cow this is the first episode of season 10 what is it officially season 10 what? oh wow what? yeah i'm hitting the wrong goddamn buttons that's because i'm a little out of practice here we go oh there we go dan figured it out yeah yeah first episode Ooh. of season 10 is this one so, oh, holy shit. Yay. We, we have completed nine full seasons. Well, nine full turns of the calendar. We, during the <laughs> pandemic and lately, have been hit or miss on being able to record with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we apologize for that. Uh, yeah. Life has gotten in the way recently, but hopefully, here soon, we'll be back on track. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we still have regular jobs. <laughs> we have to do all of it all the time. We're not we're not like and, a bunch uh, of the other shows that bring in a bunch of money or that's all they do for a living is do the shows. So uh, right. and the seven hour time difference for one of us. So it's been <laughs> <laughs> it's been oh. it's been a little bit challenging, but not too bad. Uh, it's no, no. Yeah, mainly. All right. Yeah, I, I've just been super busy with work. That is not going to stop. Um, the EA that we had hired and brought on board is leaving. So, um, wait, someone you just hired is already leaving. Yeah. It's the religious person that we've mentioned a few, a few different episodes. Uh, she's just, congratulations. (laughs) She's a great, uh, worker. Like she, the, like she's good at her job. Um, it would be awesome if she didn't mention her religion, all the fucking time, every goddamn mm-hmm. time you talk to her. Um, other than that, though, she's, I mean, she does her job well. Everything's great. And she accepted a promotion with another group instead of, like, we wanted to bring her on permanently and promote her, but this was a bird in the hand kind of thing versus waiting. So, right. She's taking that, which you guys means are probably also too demonic for her. <laughs> And, you know, ultimately, she doesn't want to be working for Caesar, so. <laughs> well, and so she's, she's you know, she got a promotion. She's getting a, a different job that hopefully will, you know, she'll she'll be happy there. 
Uh, if not, then maybe we can bring her back sometime in the near future, I hope, because we're going to have to hire somebody else, which means that when our EA goes away, then uh, you know we're going to have to divvy up her duties and do all of that stuff and then bring somebody else in and then train them while we're still doing their work and our regular oh. work. And mm-hmm. just it's a, it seems to be a never-ending cycle mm-hmm. of what's making Dan super fucking busy yeah. today. So, I mean, that's we're, we're in the same situation because three of the new guys we hired won't be able to even ride on a fire truck until close to the end of July. Oh, geez. They got to do some certification, something, something. Yep. Because, like I said, we were hired, we hired GS3s. Wow. Fuck. Which means they're coming in that. uncertified. Mm-hmm. They're, they're newbie newbies. Oh, yeah. Actually, one of the guys is coming to our crew, and I already gave him the nickname, Nunu. Oh, no. (laughs) Because he's he's new, and he's got the least amount of certifications out of everybody. Like, he has nothing. He did seven months on a volunteer department, and that's it. So I call him Nunu. Nunu. Wow. That's a very cute name. How's he taken to it? Uh, He doesn't know yet. Oh. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) <laughs> he hasn't officially joined the crew yet because he has he can't mm, he can't right. come join us and be on the truck or anything or join in training yet mm. uh, so like last week we took him through his first ever live fire oh wow and he he did good he didn't freak out he didn't uh he didn't have any issues with it so he was okay with wearing a full you know scba respirator gear and everything else and uh, uh, survived it, and he actually had fun with it. So that's a good sign. Well, that's good. Well, cool, cool. Uh, there's been a whirlwind kind of news cycle lately. Just so much going on. We've got Donald Trump being sued by E. Jean Carroll uh, for defamation in saying that he did not rape her when it's pretty clear that he probably did, uh, as well mm-hmm. as, you know, more than a dozen other women who have come forward with yeah. very similar accounts and have been witnesses in the case as well. <laughs> we've got, yeah. we've got the proud boys, several of them being yep. convicted for seditious conspiracy, which is a thing that like never happens. So that's, right. that's a lot of fun. We've got the debt ceiling coming up on us very quickly. That is yeah. Fuck them. A nightmare in the waiting. Uh, mm-hmm. and lots more. We'll see what we can get to on the other side of this little break. This is Natalie Newell of Science Moms and the Parenthetical Science Podcast. You are listening to The Godless Revolution. Don't be ridiculous, girls. Sister Michael? Of course God doesn't hate you. Thank you, sister. You're not interesting enough. I see. I'd say he'd be ambivalent towards you at best. Right. If he even exists. What? Nothing. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Welcome back to the first episode of Season 10, everybody. Uh, we started talking about um, what we're going to talk about in the in our little interstitial bit between segments. And I said, let's just start recording again because... <sighs> We have lots of thoughts about stuff. So the the first thing we want to talk about is the debt ceiling and uh, the fears and possible nightmare scenario that we could be facing. So 
in my mind, I don't see any clean way out of this, but Taylor made a good point while we were off air that, that we'll, we'll explore a little bit more. So my current view is that we're probably 85, 90% certain that we will default, that the United States will, for the first time in its history, default on paying some of its debt obligations. Uh, so I also want to first make sure all of our listeners know what the debt limit refers to. Yes. It does not refer to any new spending. It doesn't refer to saying, this is money we want to spend in the future. It refers to money that has already been spent. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I think is a big key when we start talking about what the Republicans want to do. Well, and and maybe we can talk a little bit too about what the debt ceiling, like the debt ceiling is a thing that we've just artificially manufactured. It's not like there's True. no, there's no thing in the world that says, Hey, you can only spend this much money. This is something that was manufactured by the right in order to force cuts and, and spending limits on various primarily social programs that are in place that mm-hmm. the right disagrees with. I, I know it might be a little tangential, but it speaks to like the Republican side of it. I had a conversation with a guy at work the other day. Oh no. He was going off about transgenders and all that kind of stuff. And I said, do you know the reason why they're the Republican party right now is spewing all this shit about transgender for one, they won half of the abortion rights stuff. Right. So that was a win for them. They know they're not going to win the gay marriage thing. So they're looking for something else to use as a boogeyman to fight against, to make you afraid of, to get you to vote with them to fucking make mm-hmm. you afraid. I'm like, it's 10, the latest 20, moral panic. Years ago, yeah. Yeah. Like 10, 20, 30 years ago, this wasn't a fucking issue, but it's an issue now because they need to find a new boogeyman. And that's what the Republicans are fucking good at is creating a boogeyman for you to be afraid of. And right now it's a uh, coming after shit. You probably want yeah, but they're, there, but there not, must and, be in groups whom the law protects but does yep. not bind, alongside out groups <laughs> whom the law binds and does not protect. Weird, crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, and well, and it's it's. I don't know. It just seems fucking silly to me that we have a debt ceiling like that's. Especially, especially in times of what the Republicans have been fucking banging all kinds of gongs and drums about for the last year of inflation, that inflation goes up, things cost more. uh, But apparently then we can't adjust anything else. We've got to just maintain what we've been spending Mm -hmm. this whole time. We can't bring in any new revenue. We can't spend anymore. It's got to maintain. Yes. Things are getting more expensive, but we'll just have to tighten our, tighten our belts and and suck it up. Stop spending so much on stuff. Uh, when McCarthy actually got his PP slapped a little bit on Fox News a few weeks ago? No. So he went on Fox News and he was using the analogy that he's like, if your kid has a credit card and they keep maxing that credit card out, are you going to keep just helping them max that credit card out? He's like, no. And one of the hosts actually said, well, it was Trump that maxed the credit card out. And you had no problem with paying for it when he was maxing it out. But -hmm. now you don't want to keep paying for Trump's maxed out credit card when someone else is in power. 
Like this is wow. all from Trump. This has nothing to do with Biden. And he's like, well, uh, well, uh, and then she comes in with the great line, which is true. Trump is responsible for 25% of our national debt. And you were mm. okay with that. And then he went, well, that was a different economical time. <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? What the fuck? What the fuck does that mean? It's, it's that they, they, they're shameless. They, they, they have no shame at all at the rampant fucking hypocrisy running through that party. They don't fucking care if they're called hypocrites or that they should be ashamed of something yeah. because they don't, they, they just don't care. They're not about trying to maintain a good view of themselves in the public's eye. I mean, they want to maintain enough of a view that they can rile up their base to go out and support them, which is why they don't really talk about things they're going to do to solve anything. They'll no. point to people on the left and demonize any kind of minority group that they can saying that this minority group is the whole problem. It's what a thought. It's what authoritarians and fascists have done for fucking yeah. ever. They'll blame yep. somebody else for the things that is for the ills that are going on in the country. That, that, well, that regularly will previously, say government doesn't work. Now elect me so I can prove it. To yeah. you. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is what I fucking hate about them. Like the fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene and the other fucking bimbo. What's her name? Lauren Boebert. Uh, Lauren yeah. Boebert. Yeah. I thought bimbo Boebert. They rhyme. Um, <laughs> well, it's always, a nice whenever they talk. Anyway. <laughs> whenever they're up there talking they're like would you trust the government i don't trust the government it's like you are the government <laughs> you are the government it's literally you i don't trust me yeah um uh, so i wouldn't either so we were we were talking during the break that i think we're 85 to 90 percent certain to default on our debt for the first time ever in the history of the United States and mm -hmm. Taylor. And I said, I'm you know, inclined to disagree. Yeah. Taylor, Taylor sorry. disagrees. And I, I said, you know, I don't, I just don't see any elegant or clean way out of this for the Republicans who have entirely they're They're the group who are driving us toward the, the, the cliff here. Right. Well, mm -hmm. and yeah. Taylor had a good point that, that the, the Republican party is the party of, regulatory capture uh all republicans owe their power to moneyed elites and those moneyed elites significantly depend on the u.s as the fiat currency globally mm -hmm. on u.s bonds retaining their value on the u.s um lending rating staying at a triple a um and so for somebody like bobert or marjorie taylor green to fuck with that will fuck with their bottom line and the only thing that you do not fuck with is their bottom line yep see you know DeSantis trying to fuck with the mouse right and how quickly that didn't work out in florida <laughs> so i have a strong suspicion that they will get to the 11th hour and then roger ailes or the Koch brothers or peter teal etc are going to pull people like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene into a dark room and say, here are the photos <laughs> that we got when we did the oppo research in advance of you running your campaign um, because we wanted to know this information before the Democrats knew this information. And we will fucking destroy you if you harm our bottom line. 
Conversely, if you don't harm our bottom line, we will ensure that you continue to get reelected. Yeah. And that their tone will change. Money is king. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I wanted and, to, yeah. So you mentioned Roger Ailes, and I wanted to just say uh, he's been dead for almost five years now. Uh, oh, has he been? Sorry. They're all interchangeable <laughs> rich people to me. And, and I only like, I brought that up because I got. Uh, we don't want to have a Hugo Chavez moment. Well, I received, mm -hmm. I received the a, lich of Robert or Roger Ailes will <laughs> I received re resurrect a message from his phylactery. From, and yeah, yeah. I received a message from a listener for a, a prior episode and I can't, I, I like, I couldn't tell you exactly what it was that you had said, Taylor, but you mentioned Roger yeah. Ailes or something and somebody sent me a message or posted on my Facebook timeline that I need to let you know that Roger Ailes has been dead for almost five years now. So oh. <laughs> tragic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something that I'll pour one out <laughs> that, that were we to recognize it, it would, it would just be to celebrate it. But you know, there's been a lot of, right. Oh, my bad. Good call. <laughs> all right. Sure. There's who's, been a lot of Schadenfreude lately. So. Who's the guy who like said all the uh, embarrassing shit during their depositions. I've been hearing his name so fucking much lately. Who's I can't the fucking remember his name? I'm sorry. Uh, Fox News. Tucker Carlson? CEO no, of Fox he, News. That was Roger yeah. Ailes. He was he was the CEO. No, the of, current one. Oh, the, uh, the that's the been Australian broiled guy. in the whole he's been embroiled in all the shit going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Murdoch. That's the one. That, and that's who I had in my head. But yeah. yeah well, regardless, yeah. Regardless. The interchangeable corporate boss of yeah. Of right-wing medias. And, but, yeah. Yeah. I would agree Taylor makes a good point there. Mm -hmm. That, you know, money does win over. So, when it comes to that 11th hour, uh, if we default, me, the three of us, really aren't affected. Mm -hmm. Not as much as we might have to pay a higher cost at the grocery store minimally. But the people at our own corporations that can no longer do business and their businesses are infected or affected, they are going to feel it way more than we would. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And they're the ones that, you know, give the money to politicians. And they're the ones being affected at a larger scale and, you know, the billions of dollars, not the hundreds of dollars. Uh-huh. Right. So, so, yeah, I could see them being like, hey... You're fucking with my company. You're fucking with my net worth. Uh, and I like that. <laughs> so, yeah. so, well, and, yeah. and during lunch, when I came down, had some lunch, and then went back up to work, but I, I watched the news. Like, if, if the TV's on, it's usually the news, if it's just me. And mm -hmm. I was listening to them in the background, and they're talking about some of the potential fallout if we do default on debt. Uh, one of the things they mentioned is that the the stock market will plunge like forty percent overnight, wiping out savings for millions and millions of people yeah. who are looking to retire. If you're, if you're close to retirement, that fucking sucks. For me, that says bye bye bye. Yeah. Well, and this is this is just one more point along the axis of. Of pissing how our system off, works that's fucked up. Yeah, uh, well, and of pissing off and scaring the shit out of the American populace, and then antics like this that lead to billions and billions of dollars in waste 
because it affects morale. It affects how people choose to spend their money, where they spend their money, how they spend their money, mm-hmm. when they spend, if they spend their money. Like yeah. everybody starts, and, and <laughs> like like I, like I mentioned before, like Republicans have been crowing and whining about inflation as soon as it became a topic and they haven't stopped beating that drum and then they're doing everything they can to make it as bad as fucking possible so that they can blame other people for it. Well, and isn't evidence increasingly showing that a lot of the inflation was driven by corporations just extracting profit off of like rising costs? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exacerbating, exacerbating it because they saw it as an opportunity to, to say, well, Hey, if everybody's worried about rising costs, well, Let's let's jack up our prices for stuff and see how far we can get with that. How you know at mm-hmm. what price point will people stop buying our stuff and then we'll set yeah. it right below that. I, right. I think I had seen um, it was an American oil company. I can't remember which one it was this morning on NPR when I was driving home. Mm. Um, their first quarter this year, from January yeah. to March, they had a ten billion dollar profit. Yeah, I saw that. Their highest profit ever in their first quarter. Yeah. So when you look I, at I it, saying, it, it wasn't you need to just it, eat the richest person in the world every year. Oh yeah. <laughs> in in this in 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 that ten billion that the company wasn't one of the people that are like um, you know extracting the oil. It was the refinery. They're the ones that are refining the oil and selling it. So mm-hmm. when you look at these high gas prices, and they're like. Why is it so high? Inflation. No, that company made 10 fucking billion dollars in the first quarter this year. Profit. That's a lot of money. That's, that's just pure profit. It wasn't pure profit. Mm. They made, they get fucking profit. Yes. They get subsidies. Yes. Yeah. While the Republicans in, in part of their, uh, debt limit stuff, they want to cut subsidies to anything uh, energy efficient. Mm-hmm. They want to cut the subsidies for uh, farmers that are producing uh, ethanol. They want to cut subsidies for the electronic vehicles that Biden put in place with the uh, Build Back Better program. They want to cut everything that Biden was doing to make larger companies better. And I'd even seen in like Georgia where Marjorie Taylor Greene is, where they had something like 50, uh, it's like $50 million got invested in that state just for renewable energy. And the company that invested that said, if you cut this, we have no reason to build our factory there anymore. Like Mm. everything they want to cut is dramatically affecting the states that Republicans are in because that's where a lot of the manufacturing is going on. In a lot of these companies that were getting kickbacks because companies are being told, hey, you have to buy American. So they're building all their solar panels and uh, even the semiconductor factories are going in. And I, I think one was in Arizona and, and there's another one in the U.S. I can't remember where that one was going in. Hmm. But if they don't have to buy American anymore because of the Build Back Better program, well, fuck it. We're going to go buy overseas. So these companies no longer have an incentive to build the fucking factories in the U.S. to... Boost the economy. Yeah. No es banjo is muy mal. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back with more in a moment. This is Nick Fish, president of American Atheists. 
Uh, you can learn more about our work at www.atheists.org, and you're listening to The Godless Revolution. Did you enjoy the body of Christ? It was a bit dry. Aye, that's why I put butter on it. Yeah, you're really, really not supposed to do that, Orla. How many pieces of communion do you think you'd need to swallow to eat a whole Jesus? If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are going to talk about the Stuff. Proud Boys. <laughs> Stuff. We're going to talk about the Proud Boys in just a minute. Before we do that, though, I want to talk about just a real quick little rant about Donald Trump and E. Jean Carroll and Joe Tacopina and the defamation case that is currently going on against Donald Trump. Um, Joe Tacopina decided for whatever reason, probably because he's a garbage human being who has a garbage client as a a lawyer, yeah, a a garbage human being as a client, um, decided that the best way to try to go about, uh, keeping his client out of trouble or losing his case would be to attack E. Jean Carroll. And that did not work out for him. It did not work out for him in a very big way uh, during the trial, E. Jean Carroll. You know, basically Joe Tacopina was trying to say that she didn't scream and so, you know, why should anybody believe that she was raped? And she's like, you know, I I don't scream. I just, it's not something I do. Whether I screamed or not doesn't change the fact that he raped me. And she said this Mm -hmm. during the trial and it pretty much brought things to a screeching halt and Joe Tacopina had to walk away with his tail between his legs. We learned yesterday that he will not be presenting any kind of defense for Donald Trump. There will be what the fuck are you doing? There will be no witnesses called nothing. And it it occurred to me that who could possibly like like I don't I guess we shouldn't be shocked or surprised that they won't be calling any character witnesses or anybody who could defend Donald Trump because what the fuck are they going to say that could be used at all as a possible defense of this fucking monster? Who could possibly get up there and say that anything that has been alleged throughout this trial is out of bounds for Donald Trump and any kind of prior behavior that he has exhibited, right? Who could say with a straight face that Donald Trump would never grope somebody, that Donald Trump would never rape somebody, that Donald Trump is a man of great character, that Donald Trump isn't the type of person who would corner a woman in a department store and rape her in a changing room? Who could say that with a straight face? I don't think Donald Trump could say that with a straight face. Especially when the defense was allowed to put up the audio of Trump saying, if you're famous, you can grab them by the pussy. <laughs> they let you do Don't it. Bragged about being able to walk into the changing room of the underage models in a uh, yes, beauty pageant. Of the Miss America contests so he could look at them change. Yeah. And he's been credibly accused of raping more than a dozen other women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just the like I I was I thought it was a little weird when I first heard that they wouldn't be presenting any kind of defense and then I just thought, well what the fuck could they possibly say in his defense? They like no defense. The only thing they could try to do, which is what Takapina did, was try to attack her character and try to fault her as a witness and say that she's lying or grifting or whatever. But it's like 
Dude, your defendant is the king of grifting. Your defendant is the king of assault, of bragging about assaulting women to reporters Mm -hmm. on tape, of doubling down on that, and of being so confused to the point of being shown photographs of E. Jean Carroll and saying that, oh yeah, that's that's my former wife, that's Marla Maples. He thought that pictures of, <laughs> of E. Jean Carroll at the age during which, you know, it's alleged that he raped her, that he confused mm-hmm. her with, with his wife, his ex-wife, Marla Maples, while also saying that E. Jean Carroll is too ugly. She's not my type. Yeah. Basically saying she's too ugly for me to rape. I would I would rape somebody else instead of her. Like that I've never understood yeah. how that's a thing. Like Oof. like uh, she's too ugly for me to rape is wow, wild and I can't believe anybody would actually think that's a good thing to say uh, in in their defense. But mm-hmm. well, it's it's just like his defense with Stormy Daniels. I didn't have an affair with her. Like, no, nobody said you had an affair with her. We just said you fucked her for money. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And the notorious liar, like, I just, I, I, so after a little bit of thought, like five, you know, five minutes of thinking about it, like, well, yeah, I guess they can't really present any kind of defense for him. They can't bring any character witness for somebody who has no fucking character or who, if you want to say they have any character at all, it's nothing but an unsavory bit of character. Like, it's all fucking garbage he's a terrible Mm -hmm. human being what could anybody possibly say like i can't think of any single person even his own children who could go and say something demonstrably true and factual about donald trump that would point to him as being a person of good character or goodwill or good anything like i can't for the life of me think of some redeeming quality that anybody could mention that is both true and demonstrable. I just, yeah, it's, I can't, I can't, I've tried and maybe it's because I hate the guy so fucking much, but I can't think of anything. They might be able to say something true, but it will be incriminating. Yeah. There's all kinds of things about him that people could say that are true, but they're not good things. Like, no, like unless like you would have to be another garbage human being to think that something he did was also good. Right. Like, well, he, he demonized immigrants and made their lives miserable, and I'm all yeah. for that. That's great. Well, that's because you're a fucking garbage monster, too. Like, yeah. Right. So yeah. I wasn't too surprised about that. But I... Well, one, 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 one thing I did find uh, funny recently is that during the case of this Proud Boys, part of their defense was Trump told us to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. They were acting as his own little conscripted army basically yeah his his little militia yeah the they all got uh, beaten into his army while naming cereals apparently yeah and it did it didn't uh, as as we now know um hasn't gone well for them no um no, at not. at all like <laughs> Like what? Like they've basically just got charged with some of the highest crimes you can be charged with in the U.S. Uh, arguably, the highest charge other than treason. Yes, that's what. Like treason would be above what they they basically had. You know, seditious conspiracy. Like mm-hmm. they were trying to commit treason. They didn't succeed. Well, uh, technically. Technically, treason 
is what you are charged with when you betray America's interests in favor of the interests of another country. Sedition okay, yeah. merely when you betray America's interests. But not, well, I mean, with Trump's case, can we say that and, they weren't doing it if Trump was in interest of Russia or fucking North Korea at this point? When he keeps saying yeah, they're his best well, friends? Given that that's, that's unfounded, right? True. Uh, legal basis, True. you couldn't say that. Um, and I would... Sedition is bad enough on its own. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, it's that not is a, good. Right, right. It, it hasn't been used much in the American vocabulary, but or, sedition or is all. just as bad as treason. Yeah. By any meaningful sense. And so right now, we just today, uh, a jury convicted uh, Enrique Tario, who is uh, basically the head of the Proud Boys. He is the leader of the Proud Boys and three other members of the far right group, the Proud Boys, of, of a seditious conspiracy by a federal mm -hmm. judge in Washington, Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. um, what I find more astounding was it. This took the jury took seven days. Yeah. Well, they had a lot of charges. Um, there were something like what. 40, 40 some odd total charges that they were considering and they they convicted on 31 of them if I recall the numbers right um, um, and those were very disparate charges like one guy ended up getting acquitted pretty much entirely um, well except for some obstruction charges so they were considering a lot of instructions yeah that's true and there were multiple people but each so I know each of the defendants had their own lawyer and their own counsel, mm -hmm. but they all got convicted. Yeah, the because the weird. evidence was basically like algamated. Um, so it is to the benefit of like really everyone for those yeah. cases to be joined together. But I think one of the other astounding numbers in this whole thing is of people that took place in January 6th. There has been over 600 convictions. So for these Republicans to say they were just tourists, it was all Antifa, FBI agents. Well, apparently, I guess we just convicted 600 plus Antifa and FBI agents of uh, horrible crimes. And and to the people on the left who are saying, "Oh, they're you know Democrats are all the same," and uh, um, you know the the Attorney General isn't doing anything. 600 convictions, bitches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shit got done. More. It says they have secured more than 600 convictions yeah. from that Garland has secured. Now, yeah. I, I, I think on one hand, we live in a world of Amazon Prime next day deliveries. You have TV on demand. They also expect convictions on demand and mm -hmm. don't realize this shit fucking takes time. The wheels of justice grind slowly, but they grind exceedingly fine. Yeah. So like even like, like four or five months after January 6th, like nobody's been convicted of like conspiracy to like overthrow the government. It's like not yet. Give it fucking time. Mm-hmm. This isn't an instant thing where we are so used to everything happening instantly, but this yep. takes time and it will play out. 
And we are finally seeing a lot of this play out to exactly what we thought it would be. Horrible yeah. fucking people being convicted of some of the worst fucking <laughs> crimes in this country. And loving every fucking minute of it. It's been delicious. Oh, nom, 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 nom. We oh. still got we still got uh, uh, patient zero to worry about, though. Yeah. And I'm wondering Bolsonaro? which... No, no. <laughs> Trump. Come on, uh. Taylor. Uh, we're, I'm still wondering which one is actually going to take them, take him down. Hmm. I think, I'm, I'm, I think it's going to be a bunch. I think it's, I think he's going to die I'm, I'm a death split. of a thousand cuts. Well, I'm split between Georgia and the documents case in Florida. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Georgia will get to him first. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Which one? Jack Jack seems to be lining up his ducks, and he he I I read recently about a uh, special counsel he just put in place for uh, reviewing all the security cameras from Mar-a-Lago to actually Ooh. see who had interactions with all the documents. I had also heard that he sat in on the deposition of Mike Pence, like personally, personally sat in to listen live to the deposition, like not take part in it, not ask questions, but just mm -hmm. sit in and see what Mike Pence has to say. And mm -hmm. he was apparently there for the Mike Pence deposition, which not as a questioner, but as a witness. Yeah. Which lasted at least five hours, like five hours which, of questioning. That's a lot. We still haven't heard what has come out of that yet, but if he has any spine, if his wife oh, handed doesn't. his spine back to him <laughs> from his locked up fucking, what, what do you call that thing? A chastity belt. If she opened his chastity Whoa. belt and let him fucking out of the house with his fucking spine, maybe he talked. But being that his wife, if there was another female in that room, we know he shut the fuck up because his wife does not allow him in a room with another fucking female to talk. <laughs> Sorry, Mike Pence is also a piece of shit. Oh, he is not a fucking yeah. good guy. No, he's a giant piece. Of, Mike Pence is a fucking coward. He's a mm -hmm. he's a delusional fucking coward. Yeah. Also, yes. And as much as some people on the left have been like, well, but he he did this. Like, no, he didn't do shit. <laughs> like, like he does something when he's forced to. Which hopefully yeah. in this deposition, he was forced to tell the fucking truth. But for all we know. He fucking pled the fifth to Jesus the entire fucking time. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't think I think if he had pled the fifth, we might have heard about that. I'm guessing that he I think I still think it would take time because it, it still has to go through the, the system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna find out what he said until it shows up in court. Well, we find out with most of most of the other defendants or most other people who are testifying, like we knew within you know, a few minutes or hours that Trump had pleaded the fifth, you know, 400 yeah, some odd times during his questioning. But then the, the last time he was questioned, uh, I think by Fonnie Willis, that mm. he, that he like actually sat down and answered questions for a very long time. And a lot of people were speculating that that was probably really bad for him because he tends to talk a lot and say shit that he and, shouldn't. So. And lie. Yeah. Yeah, just perjure himself, further wrap himself in another layer of lies that will be 
shown to be lies pretty fucking easily because he's too fucking stupid because he lies so much that he, there's no way he can keep track of all of them. And then oh yeah, like lies about simple shit that can be easily proven to be lies. So, well, there was, uh, like, like two other things that happened this week. One was a uh, Rudy Giuliani on his fucking podcast, which I didn't realize he had his own podcast. Now we all have podcasts. If you're listening to this podcast, just know everyone has a podcast now. Everybody, Gradually, there will be more, more, more podcasts than people. Yes. <laughs> but apparently he got on his podcast talking with a uh, fucking, uh, the other guy from Trump biodome dude, fucking Bannon. Bannon. Uh, Bannon was on it with him. And you can see Bannon kind of look at him like, you should shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> when Rudy Giuliani is talking about the fact that when he was running for fucking governor of New York, they were putting out ads to immigrants saying there would be fucking immigration checks at fucking places. Make sure Ooh, you're actually a citizen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What they, what they did to try to suppress the vote. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And like he's, and it's kind of like, you really shouldn't be talking about this. Yeah, Cause the Veritas um, guys like went to jail for that. Didn't they? Yes. Uh huh. Like you, you are in trouble. And then there was the, uh, I can't remember what state it was. There's a guy that got up and was doing this whole speech about all the Nazis fucking and, and, and all these other people, they really hated Jews, Jews and gays and homosexuals. They hated them more than us. In the background, you see another Republican lady go, what did you just say? Like, you just admitted that we hate all of these groups. Like, don't say that. Yeah. Don't say that. Like, do not say the quiet part out loud. Out loud. You didn't just say it out loud. You screamed it. (laughs) That, that that Nazis hate these people more than us. And we need to pass this bill to hate them more than Nazis. It's interesting. Holy shit. Like I'm sure that there are a lot of very, very racist people who have no idea that they're racist people, right? That they, that they, they, they they probably go to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Right. They just, they don't like, I don't know. It's, it's almost like they're too racist to realize how racist they are. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they'll, it's yeah. just in the way that they live their lives and carry on. Like they're, they're not just accomplices or enablers of racism. They're active participants in it because they don't step, they don't take a step back and look at the broader picture, right? Because look at the harm they're doing because critical race theory is, is a boogeyman and I don't want to have to look yeah. at the boogeyman and I don't want to have to learn anything about the boogeyman. I don't want to be told right. that I'm a bad person because I think that I'm a very good person. And you know, I just wish all of these brown and black people weren't, weren't so fucking lazy and didn't like all of these stereotypical things that I hear they like and do the things that stereotypically I've heard that they do. And it's, you know, so much removed from my experience as a white person it, bringing this back to another topic that we haven't talked about, but Tucker Carlson being fired from Fox oh, yeah. News and yeah. just how fucking wonderful that has been to not have to yeah. listen to that gaping mm-hmm. asshole fart shit into the void anymore is just wonderful. And then finding out some of the things that he was saying that probably oh, yeah. forced Fox's oh. hand in settling their Dominion lawsuit 
where yeah. he's being wildly fucking racist, <laughs> saying racist, misogynistic, homo. Oh yeah, homo, saying uh, saying that all of these people beating this this person who was you know apparently affiliated with Antifa and yep. Tucker Carlson saying you know that all of these people ganging up on him and attacking him. Well, that's not how white men fight. Like yeah. Oof. holy shit dude Yikes. like you <laughs> that that implies that you think white people are better than that and that there are a group of others who are apparently not white people who behave differently or would behave according to what you're seeing here you can't just you just can't believe that it's white people doing it like holy fucking shit man tell me again that you're not a fucking racist and I'll call you a yeah. goddamn liar yeah his his audio has proved what we've always known. Uh, yeah. 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 Like the most racist fucking show on primetime sponsored by a large cable network. I just, mm -hmm. I'm sad that it took as long as it did to get him off the air, but I'm so fucking happy that it finally happened yeah. and that Fox had to pay, you know, over three quarters of a billion dollars to get that to happen. And that that's just this, that's just the opening salvo. <laughs> that's, that's the yeah. start of the because, shit uh, that's coming their way. Well, cause that was for the, the dominion. Then there's the, uh, what's the other company that, that's suing him Smartmatic. right now? Smartmatic, mm -hmm. which is an even larger case. Yeah. yeah. Which hopefully. And is even I more dedicated to fucking him up. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which like is why. openly said. Don't fucking, please do not fucking settle. Bring everything <laughs> to the fucking light of day. Bring it to court. Let a jury fucking see it. Right. And I fucking hope that happens. Make everything fucking public as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to all of that. We have run out of time, though, for this episode. Thank you both very much for joining me today. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before we go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because y'all keep the show going. We appreciate yeah. that ever so much. That would be just anti-pro-fascist, a new Patreon member. Woohoo! Welcome aboard. Yay! Uh, two skeptical chaps. Corvo's temporary food servant. Crucify the like button. Leave a review on iTunes and rate the show five times a door. To a, a day. Door. Adore, <laughs> I adore you, Celia Gray, and we're gonna we're gonna rate the show five times a day towards you. Did I, did I fix it? <laughs> that that'll work. Sure. Okay. Ed Harris, uh, John McCullough, Ollie Olson, Savita Kuna, Sinead Duffy, Steve Kuno, Stephen Andrus. Stephen Andrus. <laughs> <laughs> <Nope. laughs> I, I waited too long, and you you jumped in to try to save me. Sorry. <laughs> Now it's your turn, though. Uh, where are we? <laughs> Tiffany Hudson. Vanessa. Kevin Scheel. All hail. Peanut Buttram. Corey Ebert. Don't be a Richard. Error 404. God, not found. It's all shits and giggles until someone giggles and shits. I almost did that last week. <laughs> oh, no. no. You were giggling and almost shit your pounds? Your pounds? It's been hot out. What are, what are hot pounds? In the desert. I'm not sure what pounce are. That's gonna be my. It's gonna be my new term for the things I put on my legs. My pounce. Uh, Jeremy Goodson. <laughs> Jonathan. Mackenzie Peterson. Marvin Draken. Martina Fern. Quiet avocado, or I'll sick the up dog on you. That guy. Up Doug Willoughby. Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. 
Zeus 9SO. Amber Krellen. Hersinian. Janet Uter. Purple Dragon. Sarah Segovia. Theodore Sellen. Tim Jacobson. And James. Thank you all very, very much. If you, dear listener, would like to become a Patreon patron, you can do so very easily by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution, where you can contribute as little as $1 per episode, and then you get all kinds of fun stuff. You get the episode before anybody else. You get a song at the end of the episode. You get bonus episodes every now and then. You get Ryan doing videos at your face Yeah, every now and then. I need, I, I need to do more. I keep thinking of, of video content to do, but then Puzzle Box got in the fucking way this last <laughs> week. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Love you both. Bye. Are you over there, Chief? Uh, two skeptical chaps. Um, Microsoft is giving me a pop-up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what pounce are. That's gonna be my. It's gonna be my new term for the things I put on my legs. My pounce. <laughs> <laughs>